Hi everybody, my name is Michaela, and I decided to deliver my history of cooperative extension report on a podcast. So let's get started. The history of cooperative extension can be summarized by looking at a series of partnerships between federal, state, and local governments with the mutual goal to serve the public. This research-based information works to not only sustain but better lives and communities. To break this down further, we will look at who, what, when, where, why, and how. Let's begin with how and when with the general acts that were passed to create cooperative extension. In order to fulfill any partnerships or goals, there had to be a way to obtain the research and the education. First came the Morrill Act of 1862, which granted acres of land to gain funds to create a college which tied in the federal and state partnerships. Although intentions were good, the Morrill Act of 1862 did not completely meet the needs for its original intentions. Thus, the Morrill Act of 1890 was created to help establish the beginning of land-grant universities. Education needs research, and this initiated the establishment of the Hatch Act of 1887. This act supported research stations to help improve the growth and education of rural areas. Years later, in 1914, the Smith-Lever Act was created. This act helped officially connect the local level by creating an alliance between the land-grant universities and the United States Department of Agriculture, with a goal to provide education in agriculture and home economics to everyone. In later years, the Land-Grant Status Act of 1994 was created to create even further reach by including tribal colleges to the land-grant university system. Please note that there have been several acts created in order for cooperative extension to adapt to its audience and ever-changing advances. Now we need to clarify who and where. As previously stated, the history and ongoing partnerships in cooperative extension are federal, state, and local. The federal partnership is with the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, also known as NIFA. NIFA is the link from the United States Department of Agriculture, the USDA, to the universities built with land grants. The universities such as Colorado State University, previously known as Colorado Agriculture College, help disperse administration throughout areas and counties which provides the local level with resources. The state of Colorado happened to already have the concept of the extension agent prior to the Smith-Lever Act. Logan County had the first extension agent on October 1st, 1912. Shortly after this, more counties followed along and appointed their own extension agents. A few years later, in 1917, Colorado legislation, or the General Assembly, allocated funds towards extension work. In 1963, Colorado legislation sanctioned county commissioners to begin cooperative agreements with the Board of Governors of the Colorado State University System and other counties to help assist financially with extension programs. Finally, in 1979, Colorado Legislature passed the Senate Bill 77, also known as Colorado Cooperative Extension Act. Due to the hard work of the pioneers of cooperative extension, state legislature created what we now know as Colorado State University Extension Service. 
This then allowed for the creation of advisory committees, which helped direct administration toward the needs of their communities and areas of focus for programming. One of the less desired but most important sections of the bill discussed reporting and accountability. This is how CSU Extension receives and keeps their funding. Without funding, there are no programs or salaries, and as agents, that is something to remember. At the local level, we have evolved from county agriculturists to county agents with several areas of focus. There are now several specialties, including but not limited to ag and natural resources, livestock, family consumer sciences, and 4-H and youth development. Because of the abundant employment throughout counties and the Senate Bill 77, CSU Extension is broken into regions with a regional director and area directors to help guide area extension agents as they educate their communities. And now for our what and why. Colorado State University Extension's mission statement is empower Coloradans to address important and emerging community issues using dynamic, science-based educational resources. The why for Extension and the reason the pioneers were so successful is because research-based education helped advance agriculture and individuals' everyday lives. The world is ever-changing and so is education, which makes continuing education and research to meet the advances of the world is so important. And that wraps up the history of CSU Extension. If you have any questions, please let me know. I hope you all have enjoyed. Please listen for my resources. The resources for this podcast is the Colorado State University Extension website and the Colorado State University Extension handbook. Also, our class text, Education Through Cooperative Extension, 3rd Edition, by Brenda Sievers and Donna Graham. Thank you.